Marketing Radio Network. Welcome back to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee, the ultimate seller tool. And speaking of tools, here's Griffin Lee. <gasps> I'm clutching my pearls. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by BubbleFast, a family-owned business providing quality shipping supplies to the online community since 1999. Don't wait another minute to give us a call at 888-RADIO-30. Again, that's 888-723-4630. So, Griff, now you're our guest. Oh, I'm going dear. to interview you. All right. Griff's five tips for stimulating eBay sales. All right? All right. So everybody's had slow sales at some point. You have too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it happens when you're running a business. Absolutely. So a lot of people say to you, and I've heard it hundreds of times in the last 14 and a half years, Griff. My sales are down. What's eBay doing? eBay's doing something wrong. Well, eBay's not doing something wrong. It's usually something that maybe you might be able to help yourself with. So let's go with number one. What's your number one tip for stimulating eBay sales? Well, so make sure your titles are keyword, keyword rich. You, you want to look to recently sold listings of similar okay, items. Okay, you're on number two, but I'm on number one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, you can tell this is live Well, radio. so the single biggest reason, I don't want to follow these. Um, okay, I, what's the single biggest reason? The single biggest reason is usually going to be price. Okay. So a lot of folks don't take the time to actually research on eBay, or they research once when they list the item. Big mistake. Pricing is not static. Pri the value of items goes up and down depending on the supply, demand, and the competition that you face on eBay. So you want to make sure your pricing is in line. And, the, and that is the most common reason that we've seen. For so what a, you're saying is that even the, your lot, not only at the point where you're getting ready to list something, we all do that research, right? Sure, yeah, we do. But then you've got these listings up there, and uh, you're saying that we should go up there regularly and check the prices of... When they're not selling, go check the prices. If it's a, a one-of-a-kind item, then that's not necessarily going to be the reason. But if there are similar or matching examples on eBay and you're not checking them out on a regular basis for uh, when, you're, when your ver uh, example of the same item isn't selling, then you may be uh, n not noticing that the prices have been reduced other places and they're selling and you're not selling because you're uh, not competitive. So, okay, so the first thing is check your prices. Yeah. Compare with other sellers and see if you're being competitive enough. Right. So number two, you talk about giving your listing some TLC. So what are some of your, what do you do with well, some now of we your slow-moving items? Now we talk about keywords. Okay. So this is another example of looking at sold listings to make sure that you have the right keywords in your title. Sometimes eBay will actually recommend them when you're doing a revision. Mm -hmm. uh, consider them. There's a reason why they're being recommended. Uh, but this is a, this is a big one, and uh, also your descriptions should be not only easy to read, and we talk about this in the show all the time. They should be concise, comprehensive, and they should not be difficult to read, which is a lot of verbiage. Which means no center-spaced paragraphs. Yeah, that too. The format's important. I still see this. I I, I clicked on a listing the other day, and I thought, oh. There's still so much more work to be done. And they, some, of these, some of these sellers have, you know, take me to a bridge, please. Uh, so many rules and regulations. And well, if that's you do the worst, this, And it? if you do that. And yeah, all. I mean, there's nothing that turns uh, buyers off, myself included, than to read, you know, what's basically 
uh, a disclaimer about um, all the things that are going to happen to me if I make one wrong move. And uh, you, you have to wonder sometimes where it comes from. Uh, I think s some sellers think, well, this is this way my buyer's informed. No, your buyer's just been scared off to another listing, hopefully mine, where I don't actually, like, frighten them. Well, you, you, anything in your listing description that has that has a negative connotation, and I mean the words not, do not, will not, must not, all of these take out, take them out. They're not serving you any purpose at all. In fact, they're probably hurting your sales. And then along with this giving your listings some TLC, you are definitely our photo guru. Well, thank you very much. So just give us one little tip here. Oh, there's so many, and I just wrote out some for another team today. They're using it for a, a seller employee day next week. Next next week, um, and so I said, use a white background, and if you if the item is very very light colored, use a dark black or a black background. Avoid colored backgrounds. I found out from someone who asked me this question. There's a huge discussion about which colors to use, which which items. Nonsense. Don't use colored backgrounds. Don't use um, busy backgrounds. They should be plain. Plain white is your best option. Uh, and I'll give you a, a, one good reason, because I could give you a bunch of aesthetic reasons, and you just roll your eyes and say, what does that guy know? So if you're in, beyond aesthetics, beyond the buyer's eye looking at the item and the fact that a white background focuses attention on the item and nothing else, if your photos have a colored background, go find them in Google Shopping. You won't. Because when we send them to Google, they kick them out. So this is very important. Yeah. So you can use cases, white. There are some you cases should where use white, but every now and then it's okay to use black. Like if you yeah. have a white purse or something. Yeah, black's fine in those cases. Think of the item, not the background. The background should be complementing the item in that it doesn't call attention to itself. And it's not that you're looking for contrasting colors or something that's going to catch the eye. I, I've read this nonsense. This, it's, and it's just rubbish that people keep repeating these Internet myths. Well, people are, are more prone to spend because red stimulates the spend section of the brain. I read this and I, I just about choked. I laughed so hard. It's not true. If it was true, every major retailer website would be using red backgrounds. Go look. They're all white. Yeah. So, you know, don't repeat nonsense like that. It just doesn't serve anyone's... So, white background... Uh, big mistake, I still see this. Um, make sure your camera or your smartphone is set for high-resolution images. I don't know what it is. I think people still think it's the frugal days of eBay when yet pictures couldn't be uh, too big or we reject them. I see picture people putting up photos that are at the most 600 by 800 pixels. That's just not big enough. It certainly isn't big enough in the fact that the zoom feature won't be available for buyers to zoom in on detail. My ma my minimum recommendation is anywhere around 1,600 each side. Um, maybe it's 1,600 by 1,200 if it's a rectangular shape. And by the way, it doesn't have to be square. That's the other bit of rubbish I've seen. Well, you have to have square photos. No, you don't. The box where we fit them in on the item search page and on the item description page is definitely square. But we'll make up the space. If it's a rectangle, either uh, long lengthwise or height-wise, 
the spaces next to them, you know, will we try to match the color. And that's why another reason why white so is a good choice because it's much easier just to put white on either side of that. So well, make, sure, make sure your images are at least, uh, at, you know, 1,600 by 1,200. Mine are 23 to 3,200. I take big pictures. Okay, so it, also under your second tip, where we're talking about giving your listing some TLC, you talk about offering same-day or one-day handling. We've talked about this ad nauseum here on mm, the show. Absolutely. Very important. Yeah, I think especially now with the advent of the eBay Guaranteed Delivery Program, which I've heard some sellers say, well, it's not for me. Okay, that's not mandatory, but let me tell you, if you're selling a particular product line and there are other sellers that'll be offering this with one-day handling and they meet the criteria for eBay Guaranteed Delivery, you could possibly see your sales decline. Uh, it, it, there may be more, and I can't say this with any um, uh, assured, you know, definite, uh, I can't give a definitive answer because, you know, it depends much on the buyer and the item itself. But for I'll use an example. So Halloween costumes. Uh, if you're not offering uh, fast shipping and one-day handling, uh, you know, the few weeks before Halloween, you'll see your sales decline. Yeah, definitely. You also talk about having a return policy. Oh, it's it's absolutely. Just, I mean, you have to. It puts your shoppers at ease. Yeah, what it does. So you there's nothing that the, I, I'm going to be your typical eBay buyer. You put no returns in your listing. You've lost me. You could have the best price, best photos. Everything is great. You say no returns. I'm not going to take a chance on you. Now your third tip is to honestly evaluate your slow moving inventory. Oh yes. Yes, and that's, so that's a matter of, you know, you can't blame buyers for not buying from you or eBay, you know, as being the marketplace somehow. You're not showing my items. Yeah, we are. They're available. Uh, but, you know, the merchandise comes up, it, it goes and comes in trends. And I'll give you a perfect example. Five or six years ago when I started selling shirts, there was still a real, a real hot market for certain brands like TV, Tommy Bahama. They still sell. They don't sell anywhere near as fast as they used to. I think buyers have mostly moved on. And the reason why I say this without much, uh, and I'm not even going to rely on eBay data overall. You know, my own experience shows this. The, the prices have to come down. Have you walked around town recently? <laughs> you don't see many people wearing them. I still like them. They're nice. But they're, you know, it's John not wears the big them trend. all the time, but we're John down in Southern California. Right. And in California, you still see people wearing uh, Tommy Bahama shirts. But yeah. the rest of the country, when I'm visiting, you know, not so much. People have said, no, well, you know, it's yesterday's trend. Now, it, it, that's to be fair to the brand. They're not stupid. They know this. So if you go to a Tommy Bahama shop, the new stuff definitely doesn't look like stuff they sold 10 years ago. They keep up with it. But if you're selling pre-owned clothing and you're going to thrift stores and buying it, buying a lot of the old-style Tommy Bahama shirts, you've got to be very careful about what you pay because they're not as selling as they used to. Now, when we come back, we'll quickly do number four and five, and then we'll go to our event calendar. It's a deal. This segment was brought to you by Bubble Fast Family-Owned Business. Coming up next, this week's closing segment of eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee. You know how important it is to stay up to speed on what's happening in the world of eBay and e-commerce. For the past 10 years, Tame Bay has been bringing you that world. 
As the premier eBay blog and e-commerce news resource, they believe it's their job to help you build your business, and they're doing just that. Editors Chris Dawson and Dan Wilson are savvy reporters with deep eBay roots. Chris is a power seller, and Dan is part of the team that founded eBay UK. They know how to find the news that you need to know, and they're not afraid to print it. Tame Bay even goes the extra mile with the Tame Bay Guide to Seller Tools and Services. It's a comprehensive directory of third-party providers. If you're not reading Tame Bay, you're just not keeping up with your world. Tap into the latest eBay and e-commerce news along with all of Tame Bay's other seller resources at TameBay.com. That's T-A-M-E-Bay.com. Your e-commerce business is growing, sales are multiplying, and you need a shipping solution that can keep up. ShipStation can help, even when you have multiple selling channels and multiple carrier accounts. With ShipStation, fulfilling orders is not only easier, it's faster too. ShipStation is web-based, so you can manage and ship your orders from anywhere you happen to be. And ShipStation lets you automate almost everything. You can import each item's photo, weight, and SKU, email your buyer, promote your other items, even leave feedback. ShipStation also integrates with multiple carriers at competitive rates, letting you ship every item cost-effectively. Wherever you sell, however you ship, ShipStation offers you multiple ways to save time and money. Try ShipStation free for 30 days, no credit card required, at ShipStation.com. That's ShipStation.com. Achieving and maintaining top-rated seller status on eBay. Advice from the community. Number 424. Recently, eBayers gathered in Las Vegas for eBay Open 2017. During live eBay radio broadcasts, many of them stepped up to the microphone to share a tip or two. Hi, I'm Lee from Manchester, New Hampshire. If you have an eBay store and you use categories because that's how your customers find your product, make sure that you go in and each category you can have keywords. And if you don't use those keywords, the very first category is the keywords from that category that eBay arbitrarily assigns. So if your first category is men's ties and the third category down is electronics, guess what keywords are going to end up in electronics? Men's ties. Stay connected to all three eBay radio shows for more ideas on achieving and maintaining top-rated seller status on eBay. whose inventory is never a stock out. Give us a call. It's the least you can do. Triple Eight Radio 30. Now, here's Griffin Lee. Today's very last segment is brought to you by Bulk. B-U-L-Q, the easy way to source. So, Griff, uh, Griff's five tips for stimulating eBay sales. We're on number four. Griff, you talk about the importance of listing. Yes, I do. In fact, you said it's been your experience. you got to list all the time. Constantly. Yeah, in fact... Uh, and, and, you know, I don't quite, i got to be honest with you, there's, there's, we have speculation about why this could be true, but we don't actually have any definitive proof. We just know anecdotally this just is the case with any marketplace, especially eBay. If you're not adding new inventory all the time, your sales will decrease over time. Now, I suspect this. At first time I was think, trying to think this through, I thought, well, of course, I mean, people buy the most popular, the most desirable stuff in your inventory, and the other stuff kind of tends to sit. It may find a buyer, but at a very slower rate. 
So that may be it. You may you may be uh, currently your existing inventory just, you know, no one really wants it right now. It's not a reflection on you. Don't take it personally. But that's just, you know, it's your inventory. Uh, but if you keep adding new inventory, you keep making sales. And where my supposition about unwanted inventory seems to not be true is that when I start listing new items, sometimes older items sell. Yeah, what is that? Well, that could be, who knows, someone is seeing a new listing and then they're saying, I'll check out your other stuff. And they may see something in your old inventory that they had not, that buyer's never seen before. So that, that, could, that would be my hypothesis there. Again, untested, so I can't say it for sure. So the more you list, the more you sell. We do know that for and sure. It, we, and, and it's not just me. You talk to any seller, and that really is the case. Now, the last one, number five, and oh, this brings chills to any eBay seller. Liquidate your stale merchandise. Why do we have such a hard time with that? Well, I don't know. Um, I think it, it might be a number of things. It could be, you know, maybe you, if you're emotionally invested in your business and you think no one wants this, then, oh, I failed. And that may be difficult. But you didn't. You didn't fail. This, is, this happens to every business. Don't Everyone, even Nordstrom. Yeah, of course. How so do you think be, they make it over to Nordy's rack? Well, Their yeah. Their stale merchandise. So what you need is a Nordy's need a category where you put everything on fire eBay sale. Rack. Yeah, exactly. My way of liquidating is I and I just did this with a bunch of inventory as I took it and uh, I mar you know I have all the, the I marked down the price that I paid and then I donate it all back to uh, a thrift store and they give me a receipt and I put that amount in the receipt and then I just write it off at the end of the year against uh, Which is a good thing. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, it does sound scary and it does sound like oh my god I failed and oh I don't want to do this. But it's like a lot of tasks or a lot of th actions we have to take. After you've done it, you feel so cleansed and you feel like you've accomplished something. Because whether you know it or not, all of that inventory that's not selling that you wish or you needed to have sold and wasn't generating a, a profit and was just sitting there, over time becomes this big, huge albatross tied around your neck. And it'll affect your mood. It'll affect the way you do business. And, you know, you'll walk into your place of business and you'll look and you go, oh, look at that stuff on the shelves. It's not moving. And then that kind of just colors your whole approach to business. Don't worry about it. It's a fact of doing business. Just mark them down. Just mark them down. Get rid of it. Or, just, or I take the entire loss. I just give it back. Say, let them find a home for it and then i just i take a loss on the whole thing only because at the at my, at my price point for like pre-owned shirts um it actually makes more sense for me just to liquidate back to the like to a thrift store and take the write-off than to list them at five dollars and then the shipping and the the effort it takes to sell things for five to ten dollars a piece i got a great way for you to get rid of your hawaiian shirts I think it's in January, Griff, every January yeah. in New Orleans, they have Jimmy Buffett week. Oh, do they? Yeah, and everybody comes to New Orleans wearing all of their, it's true, Donna's laughing, but this is a true story, wearing their, uh, you know, their Hawaiian shirts and everything oh. in January. If you could get a hold of the names of the people who are coming, boy, you'd have a lot of sales. Yeah, but you would. Anyway, or you, or you might be able to market to 
to them anyway while they're there. You don't know. Yeah. So you ready to read some upcoming events? Well, I'm not, but you can start and I'll okay. get there soon. September 11th, Surf's Up eBay San Diego Sellers Group Meetup. That's mine. Um, that's the one I belong to. Well, M- this Monday, September 11th, from 6.15 to 8.45 p.m., and it's in a new place. Poway Royal Estates Mobile Home Park Community Room in Poway, California. Topics will be guaranteed delivery and anything else you have questions about. Please bring your own food and drink, but there mm. will be cookies for dessert. This is in a mm. mobile home park community room. Ooh. September 13th, which is uh, next Wednesday. Uh, from 6 to 8 p.m., the Chicago Land Area eBay and e-commerce sellers group meetup will happen at Jimmy's Char House in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. The topics are Social Media 101, plus the good, the bad, and the ugly eBay listings. And the presenter is Kevin Danikowski. Calgary eBay seller group meetup is happening Wednesday, September 13th from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Alistair Cook. Excuse me, Alistair Ross Technology Center, mm. Calgary Innovates, and Calgary AB. The topic is sharing the eBay experience. Casa Grande Online eBay Sellers Group Meetup will take place September 20th. That's a Wednesday from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Cookie Jar in Casa Grande. And uh, the topic will be general discussion plus Q&A. One last one, September 21st, the Greater New York City eBay e-commerce sellers group meetup is happening. 5 to 6.30 p.m., September 21st, New York Public Library, Columbus Branch, basement community room in New York, New York. And the highlights from Retail Global presented by Kathy Terrell. She knows a lot about that. She used to be in retail. Oh, yeah. She's a smart woman. Oh, in more ways than one. Definitely. Well, there you have it. There you have it, Griff. Have yourself a good weekend, everybody. And we'll see you again on Tuesday, September 12th with eBay Radio from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Join us then. Ask Griff and Lee is produced by Voice Marketing, Radio Syndication, Global Food for Thought. The story of eBay seller Mark and his journey to 6-Bit Software is a classic. I've been selling on eBay for close to 15 years. The position I'm currently in at work, I've been here three years, and I took over our eBay store. And then Mark needed to up his eBay listing game. Yeah, we managed well over a 1,000 listings. I was looking for something that was more robust and would give me the ability to do that in a large quantity and much quicker. The road to 6-Bit was paved with wonderfulness. Using 6-Bit has really changed how we do eBay. We were able to increase our listings and modify them with ease. He likes the time-saving features 6-Bit provides. I want to say everything that we're selling in this store category, apply these payment settings or apply these shipping settings. It happens within seconds. His advice to other eBay sellers? I really make 6-Bit the only choice for any type of eBay sales or editing of your products. 6-Bit Software, a game-changing listing tool for Mark and for you. Take the journey to your next listing level at 6bitsoftware.com. That's 6bitsoftware.com. Imagine having a crystal ball to help you grow your online business. With just one look, you could see what your item is selling for, what products are hot, and what your competitors are doing. Well, forget the crystal ball. TerraPeak can tell you all that and so much more. TerraPeak gives you the in-depth, real-world data you need to research and price your items, find and source products, and project sales and revenue. You can even find out what keywords will make your item more likely to sell. And when it comes to identifying your next hot niche, TerraPeak not only shows you new opportunities, it also lets you source those products through TerraPeak's partnership with Alibaba. 
As for those competitors, Terapeak helps you figure out the secrets of their success. So save that crystal ball for other stuff, like finding out who's going to win the Super Bowl. And sign up for Terapeak. Try it free for seven days at Terapeak.com. To stay up to speed on everything that's happening on eBay Radio, you really need to be on Lee's List. Once you join, you'll receive Lee's exclusive newsletter twice a week, one for each live broadcast, with show news and a show calendar, plus her savvy advice for the entrepreneur, which you can't get anywhere else. To be added to Lee's List, simply send email to lee at voicemarketing.com with the subject header, Add Me to Lee's List. For even more eBay Radio, join the eBay Radio Facebook group. There you'll find your fellow listeners asking questions, sharing advice, and hashing over all things eBay. Just go to Facebook.com slash groups slash eBay Radio and click Join Group. We'll approve you right away and look forward to your participation. That's Facebook.com slash groups slash eBay Radio, all one word. 